0: Ladies and gentlemen, and lowlifes. And we're back for another episode of Meatball Thoughts. I'm your host, Tomas Sebastian. Sitting across from me, very special guest, Matt Boo welcome thank you appreciate thank you for it. thank you for coming in making the trek my pleasure um right out the gate you host another podcast in the city one that fucking that throws so much love to the industry
1: thank you i appreciate it the, <laughs> the gastronomy club yeah yeah
0: um i'm
1: a little uh i'm what you call native competition um I, nah, I, but i'm just joking hardly in industry. hardly competition not <laughs> industry, industry love, industry love. <laughs> yeah. um
0: it's like same same hobby, same fucking industry where we're like, we're both in food, we're now both doing podcasts as like a hobby thing. Yeah. Like we were just talking before this, and it's like, you know, like you just it's 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 just fun. It's fun. It's fun to like have that creative outlet. Like so, what? Definitely. Be, before we get too too deep into it, shout outs for the week. Yeah. So. What, who do you got? Who do you got? I'm gonna be
1: shameless it's all good i'm gonna plug in my parents
0: let's go um yuzu Nohana
1: on adelaide street west sick at i think the instagram is at yuzu toronto i could be mistaken um i'm gonna plug in one more you're like you're not you you're you're like
0: i don't don't help i don't help run that how how long have they had the how long they had that spot for
1: uh they've had that spot for a bit more than 10 years now but they had another restaurant previously um and they had like two restaurants at the same time um for a bit and then they eventually sold the first one not because not, not of the
0: pandemic or anything.
1: No, no, this is before the pandemic. They're just kind of getting at the age where they want to slow down a bit. Well, um, but I don't know if you know Japango, man. Toronto. Yeah, um, I know right Japango. at Elizabeth and Dundas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the OG restaurant. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Fuckin so it's, uh, pretty cool. Kind of growing up in that environment.
0: Fuck yeah, um, dude. So you, you're Toronto-born bread. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised you even have a driver's license. <laughs> 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 I grew up in
1: like Richmond Hill. Like we, like my parents used to commute for a long time from ah, Richmond okay. Hill um and then eventually we moved to North York. So kind of like half Toronto bread. Right? Spent a lot okay, of Okay, yeah. Summers. But like you're still yeah.
0: you're still around all the hoods and stuff exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. Nice. That's um, fucking awesome, man.
1: Yeah, I think my second shout out would go to uh Rose's Vietnamese sandwiches. I don't know if Smart. you've ever been. Yeah. Um great bun sandwiches. Not, not for a
0: fucking long time, but yeah.
1: Not too close uh, far from here, but um like really well priced, <laughs> like yeah. bun me sandwiches. I mean,
0: anyone who overprices a bunmi, you're like, you know, what are you doing? Honestly, like, I, I, don't get me wrong, bunmi boys is kind of tasty, but like, pfft, and if no. you're paying, like,
1: <laughs> if you're going to like a gourmet, like fancy restaurant, and you're getting like a bunmi, and you're overpaying for it. You can yeah. get something better. That's yeah, like like two dollars. Yeah, um, I don't think they have an Instagram handle, but uh, I'll just throw that out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I mean. The whole reason, I mean, I feel like I always, I'm always explaining myself on these fucking things, but it's like I love talking to people who love the food scene in Toronto. So, like, you've yeah. had guests like um, Tutti Mati, what's her name? Alita Solomon. Alida yeah. Solomon. You've had uh, Adam on, Oyster Boy himself. Yeah. Like, what what was it that you were like, yo, I want to talk to these people, and like, I'm pretty like most people are pretty down for a podcast, obviously. Right. Case in point, we're sitting right. across from each other, right? <laughs> and they they understand that that it can be something that is like that it's it's a nice conversation to hear between two people you might not have the chance to hear from, mm-hmm. or you know you've had other guests so i'm not I don't want to just throw them there, but it's like um what what was it where you were you just like yo there's no there's there's not enough love in this city for for chefs or stuff like that." Mm-hmm like how how did you come about how did how did it come to fruition where you're like let's go
1: sure yeah so the the whole genesis of the gastronomy club came from this little food club i had uh, with some of my friends in university oh cool um where we would just go to the same restaurant over and over again and eat mm-hmm. um, it was just it's just the eating club yeah, yeah, yeah um but you know i grew up kind of in that that food industry that environment and the restaurants we were going to in London, uh, I went to London, uh, London uh, Ontario for university,
0: okay.
1: were very, like, family-owned. Yeah. Um, and, you know, coming back to Toronto after that, um, I'd always had a passion for, like, storytelling, like, hearing stories. And mm-hmm. um, especially, we were talking about, like, co- comedians a little bit before this, and I yeah. think comedians in their own right are... Impressive,
0: dude. They're the they're the new age fucking yeah. historians. Exactly. exactly. Where you just They bust balls and they they make you giggle and yeah. they they draw your attention in.
1: Yeah, and so, hundred percent. And yeah, I'd always found inspiration in storytelling with like music or mm. or books, um, and you know, I had come back to Toronto. I started working at a bank, and like you, I also wanted a creative outlet outside of my work, but I just didn't know what it was. Mm. Um, and I started watching the show called Chef's Table. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, an amazingly produced show. Just yeah, visually it's, stunning.
0: It's, isn't it? It's fucking awesome where you're just like, this show is so amazing, but like, all the chefs, or most of the chefs that are sitting in front of like, I literally just watched, rewatched the barbecue series. Yeah. And like, Rodney Scott's just sitting there, like, dude, I don't know how the fuck to behave in front of a camera. Like, <laughs> I just cooked dope food. Like, yeah. what do you want me to do here?
1: <laughs> They're like all. Not being used in front of the camera, which is completely yeah, yeah, yeah. normal, right? Right. Like, um, and so I'd watch that show, and I was, I watched it, and I was like, "Wow, this is just amazing!" Because for me, food is food is one thing, but mm. I think the life and the craft behind mm. chefs and sommeliers and uh, cooks is more interesting mm. um, in terms of the storytelling aspect um, mm. because. I think a lot of people, you know, you can learn about the food, you can learn about the history, but in a way, that's also informed by the life of the person who's cooking it for you. Mm. Um, And I know in Toronto, you know, of course, you have so many Instagram bloggers or Instagrammers, um, foodies.
0: um, Dude, isn't it? I mean... We, we get a few here at the diner that are just... Like, sorry to cut you off. No I'm worries, no like, uh, It's my thought process. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it, my, my rude thought process. But, like, we've had a few, like, contact the diner and been like, I'll come to your place and post stuff. Like, you just feed me. It's like, no, you're going to give us money for yeah. the food. That's how that works. But anyways. No, like, we've been talking <laughs> about that. And it's like... Not blog, to, like,
1: dude. rip on, like, blog to, but fuck blog to no i'm kidding i'm totally when i was working my parents restaurant as a waiter and they came in to update the blog to page for our parents restaurant and you know obviously blog to is kind of huge for toronto restaurants yeah but they kind of just come in if you get
0: a shout out you you're picking up yeah some decent business potentially
1: but they just kind of come in they just take photos and they just eat the food for free it's kind of like a trade-off um which was interesting because i did not know how that I didn't know that's how it worked
0: ah um so did you drop a bill to them no no no
1: my mom oh. they were just like my mom was just like ah, just let it be um i was like i was like are you sure like is this normal like, what, is this that how it
0: works that's like 200 dollars worth of food like exactly. what <laughs> like they have us money yeah and, and they get of course all the fancy
1: food to take photos of it and upload mm-hmm. but anyways um that's another thing but um yeah and and so so you're watching Chef's Table. So I was watching Chef's Table. I was seeing how people interacted with restaurants. And I noticed mm-hmm. there was kind of like this disconnect, you know? Like, people are just liking photos of food moving on, right? And no. where is where is kind of... I've always loved the idea of craftsmanship. Especially because I'm not in a field that I would consider craftsmanship. Like, I work at a bank. Yeah. Um, I'm not really doing anything with my hands. Yeah, very, very numbers, computer. very
0: computer, yeah.
1: Exactly. And so... You know, when I look at, like, craftsmen, especially, like, um, I'm just, like, fascinated by people that, even, like, Japanese people that make denim and how Mm. there's, like, this history and lineage and there's this story behind how they got into it or um, there's this love and passion for it. Mm. Um, Maybe it was, like, there's, like, this dissonance between my career and Mm. other people in the food industry Mm. and the restaurant industry, but I thought being a craftsman is so interesting and I consider, like, chefs Mm. and people in the food industry to be in the same vein. Mm-hmm. And so, I was like, I want to hear these people's stories. I want to hear how, um, you know, it informs their craft. And I, I kind of pitched it around with a couple friends, gotten their thoughts. They were all like, "This is like a really dope
0: idea." Yeah. And then, and, and then they're like, "None of them are like, yeah, but we don't want to help you with it. Like, <laughs> we'll listen to it, but yeah, like, well, I, listen, I don't yeah, want to we'll help listen. you with it." <laughs> um, and so, yeah,
1: it's kind of like, to be honest, it's like a solo thing, kind of like, yeah. Uh, and, uh, this is very grassroots as well. Yeah. Um, Passion projects, baby. Exactly. and So, you know, kind of um, COVID helped kickstart everything when I had a bit more spare time, and I think a lot of other chefs had a bit more spare time as well. Yeah. Shutting down, and so just a bunch of cold emailing. Um, you know, here and there got some couple responses, and yeah, things kind of started off from there.
0: Nice. That's rad, man. That's a long. And answer. you're <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's the whole fucking point, right? But, uh, that's the whole point of the podcast, is to have have a long-winded discussion about it. But, like, is it, so you've had, you've released, what, 10 episodes so far?
1: I think it's, like, 11. 11. Sorry. No.
0: Um, who, uh, who who do you, who do you feel, not to, like, pick favorites or any of that, Mm -hmm. jazz. like, obviously, the 11 people who you've talked to in the 11 episodes you've released, you're very happy with. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. So... In in not so much of a let's pick favorites vein, is there like is there someone who you were just really stunned by where you're like, oh wow, you like you you noticeably took a piece away from that and you're like oh I can add this to my own little ethos. Hmm.
1: I think like the first guest for sure, like Stu Sakai. Okay. From Sakai Bar. Yeah. Um, I've been a couple times. Never you know spoke to him like briefly. So you gotta, you gotta, gotta at go bar. before
0: Matt's off the menu. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um October.
1: Yeah. He's. Yeah, and so talking to him um one he's like a very chill and awesome guy in general Mm. um but two just hearing his passion for hospitality Mm. and i never really thought about it before then as hospitality i'd always thought about it as just like making food serving food
0: yeah um yeah yeah. he owns the restaurant but like whatever it's fucking let's go yeah and so
1: talking to him and getting hearing about his passion Mm. um hearing about Uh, kind of his story and his philosophies um, kind of like how his food just kind of represents his life in general Yeah. Um, like the I think uh, he talked about pickles briefly and he was like talking about like how for him pickles kind of preserving heritage and Mm. that's what his whole career and vocation was about kind of preserving what his grandparents had taught him um, or parents had taught him I thought I was like you're like, oh like, shit! Metaphor <laughs> just blew me away. I like, How do you like get that from pickles? <laughs> I'm trying to find metaphors in my daily life. I was like, that that was amazing. That was so poetic. Yeah. Um, I'd say that was really, uh, really cool. And I think um, uh, Joanna, uh, Lou, and her sister from Yatung, um, okay. which is a Hakka restaurant, yep. um, Elizabeth and Dundas, kind of hearing their perspectives on. Being females in the industry mm. was also really interesting, yeah. um, and that was a really interesting conversation. Just hearing, you know, what it meant to be like a woman, uh, being kind of like the head chef in the kitchen, being a woman running, you know, the front of house, mm-hmm. etc. Um, and so, hearing that really, you know, obviously there's still gender disparity in, in most yeah. industries, fucking um, especially you know the restaurant industry mm. is maybe top of mind uh when it comes to that but um
0: well i think that's probably likely because it's at the forefront of our minds exactly but yeah. other people i at, i've had conversations with people in academia and stuff like that and they're like yeah well there's just more male professors and i'm like well maybe i don't know because <laughs> that's not my world right, and i right. don't but anyways but uh, yeah sorry
1: no, no no um and i thought that was just a really great conversation and uh yeah. Definitely took some ideas from there, just on, hmm. you know, nothing tangible solution wise that I have to offer. But yeah, yeah it was yeah, great but, just hearing
0: about it. But but it's also like allowing your mind to go to those places. Like I, you know, I've I've released a few solo episodes here, and like it's literally just me standing, rambling into a microphone. Mm-hmm. Like I have a different little handheld one, solo jams. Um, yeah, and they're just like, like I just. It, it's so i think i think allowing your mind to go to those places like you said so you're you work you work at a bank day to day i'm assuming monday to friday nine to yeah, five kind yeah, of vibes exactly, yeah. so you've got but you have an excess of time especially with the whole pandemic happening and stuff like that to allow your mind to go to these places and to 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 entertain these 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 poetic adventures yeah if you will like Stu's giving you and, um, I uh, Well, we are recording in the diner, so the phone might go off. Folks. All good. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought about uh, about disconnecting, it, but <laughs> I'm like, I'll definitely forget to reconnect the phone, and then people will be like, well, I don't have anybody calling us?" <laughs> um, but uh, no, what was I saying? Yeah, when you allow, I think I think it's one of these beautiful things that when you allow your mind to go into these these poetic kind of environments like even for myself just rambling by myself I like and I have to listen back to it to be like this is what I talked about <laughs> I hate hearing the sound of my own voice but I'm like yeah. holy shit like that's what goes on in my head right like that's wild it's unfiltered it's yeah just- it's just like I don't know man like is there like 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 you said you know your, your folks still have a restaurant um, so obviously you grew up around restaurants. Like was was that ever a thing for you as like a teenager or cuz I imagine you were, you know, prepping food or dishwashing or whatever the hell you're doing as a teenager. They're like, "Yo, go do that. I feed you, I clothe you, I house you. Go do that." Um I know my 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 mom did that sometimes too. But um she not in restaurants, but like different aspects. But she was like was it one of those things as teenager? I mean, most teenagers don't really appreciate what they what the the, the lessons they're being taught at mm-hmm. the time or the the information they're being shown at the time. Mm-hmm. Or at least I know I didn't in my case. But um, was it was it something where you're like, Oh man, like I actually you know, you go to school and you're like, I don't know how to cook myself food, like I don't have to buy this dog shit from wherever like i i I know how to source out good food and i know how to cook myself food because of this environment or was it were you just like i'm free from (laughs) dishes run that's a funny question (laughs) like definitely growing up
1: that's what i was just so used to right i didn't know any different
0: yeah you're Um, like oh i just i go from school did you imagine you went from school to the restaurant uh not necessarily
1: sometimes sometimes sometimes, yeah but um, like fridays when they
0: needed a dishwasher exactly um (laughs) But
1: um, yeah, like I grew up kind of, you know, my parents weren't really in a position where we could have like a babysitter growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they would just bring me and my sister, like when we were like babies, like toddlers kind of vibe. um, And we'd just draw until like the lunch rush on like pieces of paper with like pens and pencils. And then we'd sit on top of like an icebox in the back of the kitchen. It's like a tiny little restaurant. and so that's just what we're used to right and that's what yeah. you kind of grow up with I didn't really know any different until like I started going to high school and um when I was in high school a lot of my friends their parents were like doctors lawyers mm. all that and so you know I tell them like oh my parents own like a restaurant They're like oh that's so cool I'm like is this kind of lame like it's kind of like so, <laughs> isn't that so, weird
0: like when it would be as the ego kind of kind of like takes a hit air quotes it's like Or it doesn't even take a hit, but you're like, well, other, you start comparing your parents to other parents, and you're like, wait, what am I doing? I
1: was like, you guys have, like, a pool in the back of your house. Right?
0: you start comparing uh, stuff?
1: Yeah, and I was like, I was like, this is not, trust me, it's not that glamorous, it's not that cool. And then, I don't think I fully, really appreciated it. Um, And just to preface, I'm not, like, a good cook at all. My dad was, like, very adamant about not training me.
0: Really? (laughs) Yeah. He Uh, was, like. Okay, that's fair. He's
1: like, I just don't yeah. want to He's like, get you're in this getting good marks. You're
0: not, yeah, you're not staying in this yeah. industry. Yeah. You're getting good marks. You're going to university. Classic Asian kind yeah. of parents.
1: Um, and so I only really started to appreciate it when I went off to university. Mm. And, you know, I'd grown up eating sushi, eating a lot of Japanese food. And, you know, London, it's got its places. <laughs> uh, it's not, I'll tell you, it does just... not have a good Japanese restaurant scene. And le- not even a That's seat. Okay. Not e- not just not like one spot. <laughs> um, and so, on campus, we have like those takeout bento's
0: yeah.
1: um, that like, you could just buy. Uh, and like, uh, to be honest, I craved it so much being away from home that I would just buy those. And like, taste and I tasted it. I would know it's so bad, and um, I could like taste the quality. I'm like, this is this is awful. Like, what, but it kind of satisfied this shit. I know. Like, it kind of <laughs> satisfied the craving though. Um, yeah and that's kind of when i fully realized, realized I was like wow like this is kind of amazing that this is what my parents do um and especially more as i especially as i worked there more in university mm. summers coming back home seeing the hustle you know i always kind of always knew the hustle my parents had yeah. um but seeing first and foremost like right in front of me just like the hustle that they were having um to do just to get by
0: mm.
1: um and kind of like you know the magic they had when they would bring out a dish, um, and like you get people's reactions, Yeah. Um, was amazing. And I was like, "This is kind of awesome." Like, yeah, like screw I, the pools. I didn't
0: show this enough respect, or like as as much as you could you could see at the time, right? And exactly. Now you're like,
1: "Oh fuck." Yeah, definitely. And now it's kind of this
0: is love incarnate, like just visibly visible love.
1: Yeah, honestly, and you know, my dad. He calls him. He calls himself like a wannabe chef. So my dad is the, mm. the head chef. My mom's kind of like the manager. Mm. Uh, my dad, you know, would pour over like, like we a, a, huge a wannabe library. chef.
0: Your dad's literally been. How old are you? Uh, I'm 24. My okay, dad's so like he's 54. been cooking for <laughs> oh probably over 25 years. Yeah, and he's but a he, wannabe chef. like because he has. He on, considers
1: man. himself wannabe. He's had no formal training. He just yeah. Those he are the, just those does. are the best
0: ones, though, man yeah yeah i know i know people who didn't go to school and like like i went to george clown and it was a waste of time george and money <laughs> it was a waste of time of money. Right. but the one thing i always say it did for me is it brought me to the city it showed me mm. an environment where i could i could experience love and i could i could understand what it was like don't get me wrong i got yelled at and screamed at to nobody's heart's content right but like it showed me it, it brought me to a place where where that understanding and that love could plant a seed and it could grow and it could mm-hmm. be this thing that i now call home right you know right but like wait your dad still calls himself what that's the y'all, title yeah your dad your dad, your dad your dad's fucking <laughs> your dad's a ballbuster though i know your dad does <laughs> sarcastically
1: um but like yeah it's kind of you know he pours over like all these like cookbooks that he has bought over like time and we have this like library in her house and it's literally all like it's my high school textbooks and then it's like your high school (laughs) i don't know why my mom just likes to keep them
0: you're like yo i'm smart don't worry about it (laughs) i don't need i don't need to go back to that (laughs) now i just
1: use them as a laptop stand there you go Mm -hmm. um but my dad on the other side he has like all these cookbooks and like he like learned Japanese to read some of these Japanese cookbooks and he learned God, Japanese dude. to be more authentic to the craft and let's
0: um, go. Yeah, like it's no, pretty he's, amazing he's just fucking, like fucking he's balls to the wall. Yeah, like What's 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 your dad's name? Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, if you're listening, which I hope you are, uh you're a savage. Don't ever let anybody tell you that you're not a chef. I know this sounds so dumb from a <laughs> punk ass like me, but like yeah, Yo, your dad's legit.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, he's, um, he's worked with a lot of, like, um, chefs that have left and kind of done their own thing, and mm. moved to different cities, or, um, yeah, he's definitely helped a lot of people, and maybe some people don't think the best of him, I don't know, but, um, yeah, is what it is in the. Talk, I, I could tell you some <laughs>
0: stories about people in this industry that think I am a horrible person. Yeah, I'm sure it's. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I probably eventually will tell those stories on on here. But, yeah. um, it's one of those things where I'm just. I think is. Maybe so. This maybe you can help me understand because I, in like, from food like. Everyone in restaurants gossips like crazy. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's good or it's bad or it mm-hmm. is what it is. At the end of the day, it is what it is, right? But it's... In, in in like, that corporate banking world, I imagine there's still just as much shit talk. Oh, If 100%. not more.
1: 100%. Like,
0: banker bros are not... that That's a stereotype that's still living, right? Like, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm... I like to consider myself a bit removed from, yeah, from yeah. that demographic.
0: I mean, you definitely you definitely seem a little more head on your shoulders <laughs> than than the average twenty four year old who's just like, let's get drunk. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you've been known to go out on a Friday or Saturday oh, night, but back in my Western days, but anyways, there you go. Um, Western. Oh, the drinking school. That's exactly. the drinking school.
1: Yeah, like definitely. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of something I learned from my conversations is how. My parents are a bit older, mm. and so when I was talking to uh, some of the younger people, um, I realized how close-knit um, it was, mm-hmm. and very synonymous to kind of like um, the school environment I went to in university, right? Business mm-hmm. school is very... They, they recommend you sometimes leave the building, because it can kind of be toxic, um, yeah. and it can be, you know? I, I mean, think,
0: I, academia is not doing so great these days. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. That's totally out of my wheelhouse, but... <laughs> But even from, when it comes. From, from the cursory stuff that I hear, it's right. like. Whew.
1: Even when it comes in terms of like. Uh, people are just so competitive, and you're kind mm-hmm. of always really just hearing like the latest gossip, like, oh, I got this interview, I got that interview. Yeah. That's kind of how you're. Um, that's, like, that's, social. That's, that's
0: like a cook being like, yo, I got this stash. Where are you going? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's kind
1: of like how the social hierarchy is built, right? Not gonna. Even, even after you leave school, it doesn't really end. You know, you have LinkedIn. Yeah, um, you have all these social <laughs> well, networks. social media. It's like in general, yeah. literally
0: just comparing: is my nice day better than their nice day? <laughs> is it's my both sun- it's sunny. It's sunny in their picture and my picture. <laughs> yeah,
1: and so it's definitely even if you kind of remove yourself from like not talking with anyone, mm-hmm. you're still going to be exposed to it.
0: Yeah, um, you're still okay. going to see it. And uh, But they like encourage you to have like, like? tech-free time just be like yo turn everything off like don't fucking don't look at the outside world like go hug a tree or some shit would they encourage that uh kind of sort of, not really
1: kind of like very implicitly you know they say like you know make sure you're not like spending all your time and and it's just like a life lesson in general like like, i think that's why you're seeing like anxiety rates like increase kind of like globally
0: everyone's everyone has anxiety it's like maybe you just need to like go for a walk yeah. and hug a tree unplug
1: <laughs> honestly I, I took like a year off Instagram um, before I launched the podcast oh yeah and I redownloaded it for like the podcast social and everything are
0: you just so now wait are you just just podcast is, is your Instagram no now no, I can't am like, back <laughs> <laughs> Once, uh, the year I was
1: gone the memes just got so much better yeah and now I'm true. back
0: and like the memes are so good so everyone had so much time last I year know. to just be like well, I don't know I'll spend six hours on one meme yeah like, what and some of these like
1: <laughs> meme pages i'm like well like, good on you you guys are like this is really good content it's a legit grind man. yeah and i know just from my experience i know you relate to it like after having done social media for myself mm. on the podcast page i'm like damn like i got a new respect for like
0: yeah
1: kardashian jenner clan like what they do uh, yeah. <laughs> social media wise. <laughs> like, Yeah, they're well. They're
0: they're master manipulators, right? Like, whenever you watch and whenever you watch their stuff, you're just like, this was thought about like meticulously. Like it's a goddamn movie. Yeah. But they're posting some forty second video, and you're like, is it's banana? Don't get me wrong. I I I scoff at it, and I suck my (laughs) I I suck my teeth at them. But like, that's mostly just because I don't follow them. But I do understand that that like their influence in North American culture. Is is so severe. Mm-hmm. Maybe severe is the wrong word, but like it's v- so prevalent. Right. Um, it's a bit more of a positive spin on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's one of those things where 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 I look at it and I'm just like, I don't know, it's just like, it seems so disingenuous.
1: Oh, it's definitely the, not.
0: And those those the those are the content creators that I'm just like, you're just like but you do you think this? Like, I don't right. know.
1: Well, I know, you know, obviously for them, they probably have a team behind their social media. Oh, yeah. At, and least, so at all, least 30 people. <laughs> it's all catered, right? And it's all um, all trying to spin, like, an off an image. Mm. Um, and well, so, and now
0: they are the business. They are yeah, the brand, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, and so, you know, they're all, at the end of the day, especially for them, they all have, like, their own cosmetic or yeah yeah uh, all that shit that they're and pushing that. and yeah. yeah they all have you know quote unquote like an agenda they're all trying to commercialize off capitalize you know mm. their customer base which is
0: fine is it, i guess I, I was gonna say is that like business 101 like you said you, you went to business school so it's like <laughs> you're like yo they they're doing good like <laughs> i get it like you know yeah. they're not the first people to,
1: to be doing that yeah um but they, you know, are whether, the,
0: they are the ones capitalizing on it the most right now. Yeah, whether or
1: not you subscribe to that message, that's, like, another thing, right? Yeah, and so, yeah for sure. Um, you know, I try and distance myself, like, from from that kind of world. Yeah. I, I don't really have any business following Kim Kardashian or any of those people anyways yeah. in the first
0: place. So You're like, y'all Yo, listen to Kanye's album, but, like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't need to, I don't give a shit. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Another phone, oh, god damn. You guys
1: are just popular for like a day off.
0: <laughs> well, yes, yeah, people probably being like, "Are you open for the holiday?" <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, man. Like, okay, let's let's bring it back to bring it back to food a bit. I mm-hmm. mean, um, <laughs> start talking about the, the Kardashians. Know nothing about them, but um, or I know nothing about them. But um, what is it like? Moving forward, are you are you the kind of person who like you're thinking, Okay, I love this about food. Maybe I'd like to I'd like to uh, invest in a restaurant. I imagine you don't want to be the chef of a blade restaurant. You're <laughs> like, uh eh, I saw my dad do that, that's hard. Right. Or not not even hard, but like would you would you consider and this is not me pitching you by any stretch of the <laughs> imagination, but like would you consider like um like financing a restaurant uh, in the future, where you're like, you know what? I really like this person's vibe. I like what they're doing. I like mm-hmm. how they're how they articulate themselves. You know, they don't put themselves in really uncomfortable situations. They're not going to get canceled, shit right, like that. Right. Where you're like, and their food is fire. Like, yeah. what, what, what do I do? What, mm-hmm. Should I, should I help someone or give someone a go with their dream? Right. Is that like a goal for you one day, or are you just do you just want to kind of remain on the outside of the industry?
1: That's a, that's an awesome question. I think, um, like, even when I was in university, I would, like, come up with these ideas. i will be like, this would be, like, a great, like, restaurant concept. Or mm. this would be, like, a really cool, like, play on, like... Um, yeah, this would be, like, a, just a great concept. And so I was, like, looking at my cooking skills. And I'm like, okay, definitely... And that's something I want to work on. You know, it's yeah. like becoming. It's kind of embarrassing, you know, being the son mm-hmm. of like a chef, and like my skills are awful. But
0: I mean, we can we can use the dishwasher on the weekend. So I'll, show, <laughs> I'll show you how to hold a knife and cook some eggs. Honestly,
1: yeah, <laughs> um, possibly, possibly. Eggs are actually one of my better my better uh, dishes. But
0: definitely, when it comes
1: to like, it's so far like the interesting thing is like my parents, you know, and like not that I'm like chained down by them by any means, hmm. but their wish is like. You know, don't go into the business at all. Yeah. Even when it comes to like theoretical, like business school concepts, like return on investment, restaurant uh, industries are worst. not where you want to go. Right? Um, literally so, the
0: worst. You know, I'm, I maybe maybe there's maybe there's worse industries, but like very Three percent, if you're lucky, yeah. profit.
1: Huh? And <laughs> high employee turnover, yeah. high closure rate in general, like yeah. shutdown rate, yeah. um, and so. It's something that you know, you don't kind of go in like,
0: yeah,
1: for necessarily the money, and so, no. and, and it's interesting because you're seeing a lot of these big restaurant conglomerating restaurant groups now, um, that are managing to find a way to, squeeze and and milk kind of those profits a lot better, right? Mm-hmm. And so, actually, when I was in Vancouver, I just came back. Um, Cactus Club is huge there,
0: right? Yeah, and I was just so surprised. I've, heard, I've, I've never been, but
1: yeah, yeah, I was just surprised that how many like locations they have there and like how strategic and formulaic it is
0: mm. um where they're like this one can't be too close to this and we're trying to hit this demographic over here and we're doing this and this and this exactly and, this. and like yeah. they're
1: like they're very meticulous in the vibe that they're creating not that you know non-restaurant conglomerate groups aren't doing the same thing yeah but it's very kind of formulaic and it's kind of gray if you if you know what I mean, it's kind of gray in that sense,
0: where yeah, where it's um, just like mm, yeah. yeah, exactly, and you know very, every very monotone, if you will, yeah, very yeah.
1: monotone. Um, but it was just kind of interesting seeing it from that perspective. But I, I guess going back to your original question, like, would I want to finance? I think I definitely have that passion.
0: Yeah, um, where you're like you because you can it it like not not to cut you off again, but like <laughs> again and again and again. But like you have that the way you speak about food and the way you speak about um people like literally just before you showed up, I was watching YouTube videos and I was listening to your podcast and I was like, the way this guy speaks about food and 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 the like the insightful questions you're asking to your guests is like it's something that clearly you don't want to let go of, yeah yeah like it's 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 a love it's an appreciation for a world that you're not necessarily in day to day but you have this this beautiful understanding of what it can be and what it what it, maybe what you'd like it, what to see something in the future. That's why, and that, that that's why it makes me curious, because I'm like...
1: Yeah, I think it's all about, you know, like, the timing, because, like, obviously, well, I don't really
0: have that fucking, money right now. And yeah, like, well, you're fresh out of school. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's
1: also about, of course, you brought it up, like, meeting the right person. Yeah. Um, you know, when that will be, I have no clue, and I don't necessarily, I'm mm-hmm. not necessarily setting myself against, like, an agenda or a timeline
0: yeah. for that, but... I mean, Doug, you're you're young, you seem pretty fucking healthy, like you're you're good to go. You, yeah, you got like, time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not
1: worried, but um I think it would be kinda like a dream come true. You know, whether or not mm. it gets its feet rolling and, you know, actually manages to survive, that's another question, but just to say like, you know, it was something that I, I tried and
0: mm-hmm. um Yeah. Will be really cool well and took a bloody chance on man yeah like that's that's half the thing i think with people these days they're trying to be so calculated and this is like i think i mean certainly certainly there needs to be like a thought process and a plan put in place and 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 things agreed upon but it's like it's one of those things where i think piggybacking on like cancel culture where people are so like worried in this like electronic age of like Mm -hmm. well what did this person say 15 years ago it's like you're not the same person you were when you were 10 yeah I'm not the same person I was when I was 14 skipping school getting stoned like (laughs) eh, I'm not far off but I just don't go to school anymore (laughs) (laughs) and I don't skip work but um, like are people gonna have for lack of a better term the guts, the balls, the, the, the gusto to like give it a go and like put their money where their mouth is. Or like for Mm -hmm. you, it's like, you know, I really want to see this happen and I'm not trying to convince you one way or the other, obviously, but it's like, it's like maybe one day you will be like, you know what? It's just not worth it. Like that dream doesn't need to come to fruition for me. Mm -hmm. It can come to fruition for somebody else, but like for me, maybe that's, maybe that's not the move. Right. Like maybe you can just appreciate it from the outside and like just know a bunch of people on the inside right you know i don't know it's 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 interesting where it's i mean what, what, what do you think what do you think it's yeah like, like
1: i think it's definitely a dream and i hmm. i try not to chain myself to dreams yeah
0: don't be married to your ideas exactly yeah, yeah and i
1: think if it happens that would be amazing That's you know if it so, doesn't yeah. i'm gonna enjoy my experience regardless of being an outsider being as a patron yeah in the industry right um and and yeah even just kind of going through this whole podcast journey and process like Mm -hmm. my love for the industry has like blossomed even more and like has grown even more and um, being able to kind of put a personality and a face behind the food and Mm -hmm. a story behind the food as well and like yeah it would be freaking awesome like if I could actually help start a place like call it my own Mm. Um, but if it doesn't you know it is what it is you know, I think kind of with respect to like having the balls, like to do something like that, I think more and more as time progresses and you see a lot more of like these like restaurant conglomerates start to open more and more mm. places, I think you're going to have to have bigger balls. And I think a mm. lot of people are going to be a bit more tepid about like kind of entering the industry. Right. And I think it's, it's natural because, you know, you have so many of these dominant players, and you're like, Fred. Like, I don't yeah, have the capital. Multi, you're
0: like, you know, I can't fucking compete with Care Foods, but also like, it's super easy to compete with Care Foods because yeah. their shit sucks. <laughs> Get at me, Care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I think like a lot of people will just be like, I don't have the capital. Yeah, especially as rent prices keep going
0: up. Dude, and like, it's bananas. Sorry, yeah. sorry. But yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like, just like people don't have the capital. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I think it's just going to be more and more tough, and obviously. People have to be a bit more careful with how they're interacting with staff and everything, mm. as you kind of refer to like cancel culture and
0: like. Rightfully so. Rightfully so, yeah. Yeah. The restaurant industry has been fucked for decades. Yeah, like, yeah. we're going Go through, through a genesis right now, and that's great. Right. But also, like, not everything needs to be so hateful. Right. People, people, hey, it's, it's another topic for another yeah. time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, what. Like, do you do you, do you have these conversations like, with with your, your 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 like banking your professional friends? Like, I imagine I imagine you have friends at your job mm-hmm. and throughout the company and things like that. You've you know you've networked a little bit, um, and will continue to do so. But are these like are these conversations that that you guys have where you're like yo I'd really like you talk about passion projects or things like that or is it you just kind of keep it work
1: definitely you know with some closer work friends like Hmm. you know I'd talk about like I mean those were the ones that I kind of pitched the idea of the podcast to oh nice we all just like went for lunch one day Uh, we were sitting at some food court in the path R I P to the path Um, and I was just like you know I, I have this idea and you know talk to them about it they're like yo do it um, we'll, we'll listen to it we won't help yeah. even, but,
0: um, like none of us want to produce your shit yeah right, right, right. Um, I'm still looking for a goddamn producer that'll work for nothing yeah that'll honestly. work off of hugs and vegetables
1: I was I was lucky to um, like get in contact with this per- this girl that I used to know and like she kind of helps make some of the social media posts i um, oh, sick all for like free thank you very much Cindy Um that was Big shout out, Cindy. Yeah, let's yeah. go. I'm
0: gonna need that information. For
1: me <laughs> <after>. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, just like I think it's like weird. You don't want to talk about it necessarily with your manager mm-hmm. or like anything. Like I think you know yeah. if you have that relationship with your manager, like awesome, go for it. Yeah. Um, I think it, me, are they
0: are they pretty few and far between those kind of managers?
1: Yeah. Yeah from, from oh, my from,
0: managers <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's, okay. I'm I mean, it, not, it, it, it's not personal yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but it's it's more that broad stroke like is it is it one of those things that's few and far between? where you're like certainly your manager doesn't want to be too close friends with you in case you you know maybe you move a branch or maybe yeah, exactly. you move offices or something like that and you're like you just kind of fall out of touch so yeah you exactly be, like
1: you want to keep your cards close to your chest sometimes hmm. um, and not in a way to be like duplicitous or anything but just hmm. like Some of them, regardless of industry, not even just, like, my company, but, like, some managers will always just kind of be, like, upset that you're leaving, you know? Like, they put all this
0: time in you, and, like... I know those people. They feel abandoned. Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. and, like, they're always... Even if it's not like you're leaving, but you're kind of starting something on your own on the side, Yeah, um, you know, there's a bit of, like, worry on their end that they're, like... like, yo,
0: I'm not good enough for you? Yeah, and we're, like, you're, like, not going to
1: be invested as much time, and, like... Is what it is. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know those those mentalities where I'm like, like I I know a couple people, um, in in restaurant industry in 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 the restaurant industry that like, whenever I've given notice at a place, they like for that last month because usually I give uh, a month's notice, they'll just be like super closed off and just like <laughs> say literally the minimal amount of stuff to you because they feel abandoned. Right. Cuz they're like, well, you were helping me achieve this dream, this goal, this what this place is and could be. Yeah. And now you say you don't want it anymore and you don't want to be a part of me anymore, like because because there is so much emotion from individuals put into a place like this. Like I bet I bet if I left the diner, which I'm not going to anytime soon. I'm going to be here for a number of years to come as mm-hmm. long as it remains. Um which it would seem as though it will <laughs> 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 fucking knock on wood. Yeah. Um but like I I bet if I left here, there would there would be a little bit of a little bit of sadness, a little bit of animosity or mm. maybe not animosity, maybe that's the wrong word, but certainly people would become a little more reserved. They'd be like, well, where, where are you going? Why are you, yeah. like, this place is your home. This Why are you leaving your home?
1: Especially in, like, this type of industry where you spend so much time yeah. with the people, right? Like, yeah.
0: Or just, know, or just not with, even the, with like, the space, with these yeah. four walls and that big-ass window in the front. It's like, yeah, it's literally a Monday. We're closed. It's a holiday Monday, so obviously yeah. you're not at work, <laughs> uh, which is awesome uh, for me and the pod. But... Um, it's like I'm literally here today. I was making some pickles before you showed up. Uh, tomorrow I'm gonna be making some sausages in the f- like first thing in the morning, and then it's it's just like there's no there's no disconnect, which yeah. is a good and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But but like having this space to to really pour one's heart into and and to love and appreciate, I can understand why people would feel a type of way about someone leaving or someone doing something else Mm -hmm. like literally i told i told my chef the other day i'm like yo i'm gonna help uh my boy out at matakioni east a couple days a week he's looking for somebody's just until he finds somebody uh you know help him out one or two days a week um and he's just like he's like well man like in the fall you're gonna be going back to full time i'm like yeah and when i do i'll i won't be there it's fine (laughs) but like Boy needs some help. Right. I can use a little extra cash. Right. Is what it is. Right. You know, but like it, I bet in the back of his mind, whether it was whether he was cognizant of it or not, he was probably like, "Man, that's not I don't like that. I don't <laughs> like that." And it's like, yeah, that's fair. "It's fair." It, pe- people get to have those feelings, right? Yeah. They get to have those opinions. They get to have that that stance. And either they take it personally, or they're like, "Yeah," they shrug it off.
1: Yeah, I think like, especially when you stress out with each other right like you know when you're like doing like a dinner rush everyone's stressed yep. everyone's stressed together and it kind of builds like camaraderie kind of builds like you know emotional bonds and um yeah you know obviously like i don't think it's wrong to feel that type of way where like mm. you know there is kind of like some sadness or like yeah uh you know maybe a little bit of like anger or like confusion like why they're leaving um but uh you know, sometimes you just gotta let you know <laughs> the cocoon blossom into a butterfly. And yeah. Sometimes them yeah, leaving yeah. is them block or blo- uh, metamorphosizing into a butterfly.
0: You yeah. know, yeah. Or I mean, literally in in my case, I used to um, not used to. I at one time when I worked at Electric Mud um, for uh, the chef and owner of this place. Uh, he was the chef at Electric Mud, and I was like, "Hey man, like I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. This is after two and a half years." It's like, hey, I'm gonna leave, and I'm gonna go to People's Eatery, um, because I used to work for uh, Dustin Gallagher back in the day at Grace. That was my first restaurant in the city, like ten years ago, uh, eleven years ago, ten years ago, um, and and he was like, "All right, man." Like, he was he was a little butthurt about it, but he was also <laughs> he was he was also like, "Hey, man, just so you know, the grass is not always greener." Right and boy howdy in the last two years last two and a half three years since being back with him have i only truly started to understand what that can mean right like when people when people they're just like well but if i if i leave it'll be better if i do this thing it'll be better right if i if i invest my money here it'll be better if i do that it's all it's always this like well the grass is greener everywhere else except for here it's like mm-hmm. dog the grass is pretty fucking green right now right. <laughs> like you... you just don't know it, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like you know you um what is it it's like uh, you don't see the forest uh behind the tree mm-hmm. or whatever you're standing like right fucking there i'm i butchered that i <laughs> uh, think my brain is like i've been up since 5 a.m and uh, oh, no. i could use a nap um but uh, we're sitting at about 45 um 46 and change uh, maybe we wrap it up? Sure, yeah. Is there... Um, is... Hmm. Nope, lost that question. <laughs> um, I truly I appreciate you coming in. No, it's my pleasure. Uh, I've got a little gift for you after oh. the pod. Uh, I'll, I'll jump into the walk-in and I'll grab it for you. Sure. But um, love you. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for you showing sure. the industry toronto um toronto chefs toronto food whatever you want to call it love and appreciation Mm -hmm. i think it's very important and i truly appreciate what you're doing so thank you no
1: my pleasure i mean pleasure is all mine like i'm just kind of in the presence of listening to like their life stories and i think that Mm -hmm. i'm in a more privileged position from hearing it
0: nice yeah good shit awesome thanks a lot brother talk to you soon yeah bye everybody guys thank you for listening as always if you have any comments or concerns please hit us up at meatball thoughts on instagram or email meatball thoughts at gmail.com we love you and appreciate your support bye for now